Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Sports 360. I am the Editor-in-Chief of the Valley Forge here at Rock Valley College, and I am here with our stunning sports editor, John Holiday. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I am doing okay. It's been a good week. Um, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Friday. Yeah. And I'm not working Woodman's this weekend, so I've got a... I'm just going to jacuzzi all week at my buddy's place, so... Me on the other hand, am working three days in a row. So, oh, yeah. Is there a jacuzzi there? No, no, no. Okay. There isn't. My life's not that easy. I'm making it sound easy, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a struggle. It's full of trials. Yeah, and jacuzzis. Well, <laughs> it is with it's with heavy hearts to let you guys know <sighs> that heavy. our our yeah our all start of a team, the uh, Rock Valley uh, women's basketball team. Lost on Saturday. On Saturday. On night. Saturday, not yep. to to advance. Um, Ryan was there. He got all the details. PM. Yeah. Time of death. Yeah. I mean, you and I were there. What was it? One or two weeks ago, covering that game, and they the looked District B. Yeah. They yeah. were. Oh, they were nasty. They were shooting threes all over the place. Yeah, they were. Defense was on point, protecting the paint, and just couldn't get it done this time. Yeah, I was gonna say I use I had um I have all my stat sheets in my office, but um, you know the first game they played uh, against uh, uh, Rowling Glo- uh, Gloucester, it was a weird name Rowling Gloucester uh, Roadrunners. They're from uh, oh yeah uh, New York, and they won sixty five fifty nine, but Rock Valley had the lead almost the whole game, mm-hmm. and that that score is more indicative of them uh, having a little bit of soft defense at the end, right. But they they always they always had that game in hand, but then when they um, played Northland, which is a team from Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, Northland was uh, fun to watch because their coach is so animated. Oh, and she she just had a very good uh, personality about her. I appreciated her, um, but they beat Northland fifty six to fifty. Okay, a and little they, closer. They uh, they shut that game down um, with two minutes left, but it wasn't it w- it wasn't easy by no mm. means whatsoever. It was it was a lot closer than I thought. Did it come down to like the latter half of the game, down to the fourth quarter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the Rowan Gloucester game with three minutes left, it was separated by yeah. I'm sorry. Now all the details of the weekend are coming to me. Uh, the it was. I believe it was tied 57-57 with wow. three minutes left. And then okay. Rock Valley put up eight points while uh, Gloucester only put up two. Okay. So penalty uh, free free throws, man, make make the make the difference. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but then, you know, but that game I was, you know, they, they just had a good attitude. You know, the first half, each first half of the game – they were soft, you know, but soft as in like they were warming up. You know what I mean? You know, you do the pregame shoot around, you get right. hyped, you get warmed up, and then you get ready to go. And Rock Valley just had a little bit of a tough time just really getting to uh, turn on the Jets. Yeah, not just turn on the Jets, but just uh, fundamentals, sinking okay. sink the shots. Because I, w- I was joking with another media member, and I was like, man, they can't buy a freaking basket to save their life during that game because they were down – four to 18 at one point and i was mm-hmm. like they are playing well they're playing defense well yeah they are running the game well they just they they just simply the shots are not going in yeah and if i could have made a deal with the devil i i'm not actually i'm legally uh not supposed to legally not allowed to talk about it <laughs> yes um but I was contemplating that decision. I mean, as any normal per- person would. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, but by <laughs> the time um, halftime rolled around, Rock Valley turned it right around and evened up the game, yeah. like twenty four twenty four, and they played well. I mean, they played so well. And even in the national championship game, they played uh, Hostess Community College, which is from New York, uh, and they just owned it the first period, the first quarter. Sorry, I love hockey a lot, so I keep saying period a lot. Um, but the first quarter, it was they were up twenty-one to eight, hmm. and by halftime, Hostos had the lead by two. And then the third uh, quarter ended, and Rock Valley was up by one point, 
and then the game was running all the way down to uh, to the wire, and with about two minutes left, you know, it just went back and forth, back and forth, as you'd expect. Like, you know, these are national championship players. You know, they're they're playing their guts out. You know, right. And just a lot on both sides. The shooting percentage was low mm-hmm. um, because they just defense and just it really it does come down to like having the um, it's just gotta I don't know even how to word it right but just the, the nerves of the big game this is your final game right this is the dance yeah and um, two minutes left the time is winding down to a minute and 30 seconds left and Maddie Hecox rebounds gets the rebound runs down the lane and she's by herself and she's fast. Mm-hmm. Maddie Hecox, she's she's just fast. And I respect her for that. And at, there's a hostess defender right there and the refs were calling all across the board the whole tournament. It was kind of inconsistent. And I don't want to blame anything on the ref, but Maddie tossed the ball over to um, Cox and then Cox took a three and she drained it but then the ref called the charging on her turned the ball around mm. and Hostess just made what would have been Rock Valley up by one point oh, okay. turned it around and made it a five point deficit and that was that was the game right there so you think there were some questionable calls that, in there and it wasn't just me there's other media members that were there that I because I'm more of a I just was there, you know, I enjoy basketball, but I don't know the ins and outs of like this technicals of, you know, right. refing and coaching and stuff. And they said uh, some people thought they that was what they were calling all night, some funky stuff. And then some were saying that they shouldn't have called that. And it just it was so tough to watch because she uh, Miss Cox did her job. She drained that three like she did to save their uh to put away the game the past couple of games in the national in the tournament and it just was so hard to watch you know that's the foul int- get turned around the points get turned around and then to walk to the bench like yeah that was their win right you know? that was their win to it was have, their it was their game was to robbed. lose yeah it was robbed from them and that's interesting that you bring that up because lately a lot in the nba is what i've been noticing is yeah you know complaints with refs and you know either no calls or terrible calls or calls they shouldn't even have made you know but we can t- talk about that later when we get to the NBA. But, but. but when I think about it, I just go, you know, obviously this was, you know, this was their game to win. Yeah. You know, it was the others to lose. Home court. It was so cool to see everybody in the stands there. It was so loud. The student section was awesome. The DJ, the music, the playlist they had going was sick. Yeah. It just, they they played well for themselves. And I don't want to make it seem like Rock Valley was the victims. They definitely had the game in their hands, and they definitely had their chances. Yeah, they knew it was should, on the line. They shouldn't have put themselves in that position. But this it's the national championship game. You never know what's going to happen. Right. You know? And, you know, that's my favorite thing ever was is that they walked on the court for the pregame warm-ups, and they had long sleeve white T-shirts on with a target on their back. With oh, Rock wow. Valley right in the center. That's cool. And that's what they're talking about all season. Yeah. You know, I have a... You know, I've made a couple of friends from the team, um, whether it's uh, my my Shano's sister or Anastasia or, you know, a couple of other people. And they just talk about, like, the fact that, you know, they've had a, you know, they've had a target on their back for a long time. And so they embraced it. They knew it was coming. They they know. Yeah. It comes with being a dynasty. Right. Is is that, you know, you got to fly above. You got to be a golden eagle and fly above the silver the silver clouds, right? And uh, it just, it just wasn't their night. But runner-ups, yeah. they've been in the last seven <laughs> national championship games. You know, I go back and I think about when I interviewed Misty Opat to start the season, right? And she said, "I don't want to be working during the week of our national championship. We're going to be playing," and that's what freaked me out. Is I was like. We're hosting the national championship tournament, and we may very well just be working it. That's it, and not being in it. Yeah, that would have sucked. Right. And the girls did a great job of representing Rock Valley, Rockford, our community. Our they just 
they were fantastic. And so the game score wasn't indicative of the fact of what it should have been as the dream. Right. Know, how how dreamy that would have been to win the national championship at home, sold out crowd against the oh anno- like annoying chance of Northland came out, sat on the side bleachers and was cheering on hostos. Really? Which was like, of course they have a target on their back. Wow. And the student section fought with them, not with fists, but like back and forth locally. That's kind of unsportsmanlike. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of, I had some choice words hmm. going in my mind when I, when I figured out what was happening. Yeah. Um, just rude and disrespectful. But in spite of all that, they, they were f- just, they were great. They were just fantastic, and so I just am disappointed. That's that's funny they, that they, they couldn't have their own, you know, dream season. Yeah, they took the time to stay there after they had lost RVC to cheer on against an opposing team. Yeah, you know? and they—that's different. Yeah, to say least. So, but I can't can't say more. Can't say enough nice things about these ladies. Yeah, they are. They're something else. They are warriors. They're fierce. They stayed on the court and, and watched Hostos cheer around and you yeah. know, it's hard to take that in of course yeah. you know I would be bawling my eyes out and um I keep saying um forgive me but they stayed there took their runner up trophy and dispersed right went to the locker room had the end of season chat which by the way you need to keep your eyes peeled for our city our story those uh, little vignettes that uh, focus different things in Rockford and they're doing one about Misty Opat. Hmm. So I got to meet the guy over the weekend. That's cool. His, uh, his assistant camera guy, or no, the guy that works for the RVC, RAVCB. Just some cool people. And, you know, I met a guy from the Rockford Register Star who gave me tips on how to, like, shoot my pictures and stuff. And yeah. super cool. I made a lot of friends over the weekend. And so I can't complain. But those girls, they, those ladies, they did a great job. Much better, and I mean, we can all rest assured that they'll be coming back next year, bigger, oh, yeah. better, stronger than ever. I thought about it too, and I just was thinking, you know, the pains of a champion. You know, you can't win them all, you can't have them all, even though you want to. But now they know what it feels like to lose a championship. You yeah. know, next year I'm sure it's going to be sick. Even even Tom Brady loses sometimes. That's right. Yeah. So. But. Yeah. But, and yeah. another random anecdote is is that former Rock Valley men's head coach Craig Doherty, or Craig Doty, uh, won the NAIA national championship with his team out from Graceland University, which oh. has been penned as a cool. RVC 2.0 because hmm. they recruit a lot of people over there for different athletics. Nice. So that was a fun anecdote. They won with the time buzzer running out. Oh, really? Their, their boy th- dropped a three and won the game nice. in overtime. That's cool. So it was sick. Well, congratulate congratulations to the uh women's basketball team in a good season. Terrific season. We'll be we'll be excited to watch you guys and cover Never you guys next year. Never forget the Wilbur College massacre of 2018. Yeah. Where they won by almost 100 points. <laughs> it was 28 to like 125 or something like that. Awesome. <laughs> I, I awesome. would just leave early. I would just, just leave with five minutes left in the quarter. They they wouldn't score enough. I would to be win. like Tyron Lue. You can coach this game. I'm going home. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's actually out sick though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. So LeBron James is GM, coach, well, and point guard. It wouldn't. Yeah, I mean he was anyway. So nothing he really changes. Nothing to surprise. But yeah, he's sick. Sick. Yeah. I want to. I want to leave of rush, absence. Rushes. Russia did that to him or not? Yeah, pulled him out. Probably. Nerve gas. Yeah. Don't don't count anything out. But while we're on the topic of basketball and upsets, this March Madness has proven to be probably one of the craziest ever. The one craziest ones I've ever witnessed. But yeah, this this has been a bracket buster for first sure. round. You got UMBC, a 16 seed, being beating Virginia, which was the top overall number one seed, not just a one seed in their region. Fox 35 had it, or 538 had them 29% chances of winning the tournament. The highest out of anybody else, and they lost to the 16 seed. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. Dude. <laughs> what is happening here? But yeah, they were definitely the Cinderella story 
of uh, the season, but we still have one more in in uh, Loyola Chicago. So, yeah, I just watched uh, this morning on uh, their team chaplain. Have you seen her? Oh, Sister Jean. Yeah, Sister Jean. She's so cool. She's she's I like she's her. She's a baller. Yeah, a true baller. But yeah, they're to say the least. If you haven't been cu- keeping up with it or seeing it, and there's there have been a lot a lot of upsets. Um, sixteen sweet sixteen games start tonight. Um. And because of some losses, this will pertain to you. Um, some guys have taken to the draft early. Mo Bamba, say. Mo Bamba from Texas has declared. Trey Young from Oklahoma has declared. Um, and there have been rumors of him going to the Knicks. He um, said he wants to go to the Knicks. Quote saying, yeah, if I was picked by the Knicks, it would be a blessing, whatever that means. But um, If Trey Young cannot help run a team from Oklahoma past the first round and how the way Oklahoma performed down the stretch was terrible. That's terrible. I had, if you double team him, he can't play, and Oklahoma had nobody else to help really, really help besides our rebounder. So okay, okay, Trey Young, leave after the first year. Let me know how it goes in the NBA, right. okay, when you yeah. have to deal with real people. Mm-hmm. I mean playing with a team. You play and I was having like a heated discussion with this about this with some of my coworkers because you know it, would sh- it showed up on my phone. Trey Young declares for an NBA draft. Yeah, and um, I was like, you know, if put yourself in the shoes of Trey Young, you're a freshman from Oklahoma, you're performing out of your mind. You have a a super long range um, three pointer. You're you got the handles like Curry in quotation marks because yeah. you know people like to compare him to that. He does. Um, and you know. I think if I was in his shoes, receiving the sort of media attention, comparisons, you know, this, that, and the other thing, that would really get to my head because, you know, you're still playing and it's your first year of college basketball. You're not really ready for all this, you know, right? You know, attention and um, compliments, let's call them that. Um, you know, I think really a lot of that got to his head. And there were some nights where he performed terribly. He was, you know, oh for whatever shots, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he got a couple assists here and there, but he never really learned how to be a team leader. And I don't know how well that will translate in the NBA, like you said. Yeah, it'll probably be it. Yeah, and of all teams you want to go to, the Knicks. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, all right, buddy. I mean, yeah, he's they, gonna have a painful, lovingly a painful lesson yeah. for a while. He'll be the new, he'll be the next Carmelo Anthony, there. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, the triangle offense. But, yeah. So, best of luck to him. I'm not discrediting him. He's a great player, but learn how to play with the team. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, let's let's uh, let's go through. I'm the... a little – I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm a little butt hurt by how the Nuggets have been playing lately. All right? They killed the Chicago Bulls last night. They did, but they also lost to Minnesota, who had a 16-game losing streak, and they then lost to another peasant team. We're, oh. trying, we're trying to make the playoffs here, and we're losing to teams that don't even don't. I'm just not happy. You're on the bubble, at least. Yeah, we were fifth place for yeah. a while. Yeah, there have been a lot of change-ups. But. So uh, tonight, two underdogs go against each other, Loyola, Chicago, and Nevada. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Texas A&M and Michigan. That'll be a good game. Uh, Michigan. Ups- Who did Michigan... They didn't upset one someone, but they were close to losing, and they won by a buzzer beater. Um, can't think of who it is. Um, Kansas State plays Kentucky. That'll be another good game. That'll be a good game. Um, Where did Wichita land up? Wichita State did not make it on. They they lost. Did they to, lose to Kentucky again? I I don't know if it was Kentucky, but they lost to someone. I think okay. they lost to a lower seed. But um, Florida State plays Gonzaga. That should be a good game as well. Clemson plays Kansas. Uh, that should be another good game. West Virginia plays Villanova. Uh, the ACC battle between Syracuse and Duke. And then Texas Tech and Purdue. So a lot of great matchups tonight. Wow. Um, rounding out the Final Four. I mean, I was just gonna. I was just thinking it's probably going to be uh, Villanova, Kentucky, Kansas and Duke, won all the major seeds. But you know, we we all know that anything can happen at this point. So, 
So right. Yeah. Right. Um, that is your lineup for tonight's and tomorrow's games. Um, while we're on the subject, let's transfer transfer over to the NBA, where Ryan's Nuggets are in ninth place, thirty nine and thirty three. Um, what what can they what can they do to bump up to the last seed spot before the final the season ends? I think all this money that we paid on Paul Millsap for him being the defensive guy that he was going to bring us to the out. next level. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he should start playing defense sometime and let us know how it goes. I mean, that's a start. He hurt his hand for three, four months out of the season, and we did just fine without him. So now I'm starting to wonder why the heck we even got him. As you can tell, I'm very biased right now. I'm really, really upset. Do you think you don't think it was worth, worthwhile to trade? Uh, if he's going to play like this, no. Because Nikola Jokic can run the team just fine without him. Yeah. And he did just fine without Getting him. Getting plenty of triple doubles. So it's, Jamal Murray it's and Gary Harris are... pissing me off how they're playing with Paul Millsap, who's supposed to make the team better. Yeah. If not, just keep uh, Will Barton in the lineup and let him do his thing instead of Paul Millsap. Right. At least he'll score points. I don't know. God, I see some steam above your head there. There, Yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of steam. Oh man, but they're just one way, one win removed from Utah, who is forty and thirty-one at the eighth spot. Um, Minnesota forty-one, thirty, thirty-one. They've been kind of sloping downwards a little bit, yeah. but uh, they should be fine making it in the playoffs. San Antonio, another team that slipped in, they're forty-two and thirty, tied with New Orleans forty-two and thirty, led by uh, Anthony Davis, the who brow. I think should be in the MVP MVP race for sure. He should, you know. We, we called this months ago. Right, you know. This isn't news. No. Um, Oklahoma City losing to Boston yesterday on a buzzer beater for Marcus Morris. I was watching that. Really? I was watching that uh, that game, fourth quarter. Neither team could really land any shots at all. Okay. Um, Brad Stevens was calling a lot of timeouts. You know, really, he's like, what are you guys doing? You know, let's let's create some, create some defense. Yeah. You know. Um, find an open man, and they had a lot of good good ball movement going on. But uh, they're really feeling the blow without Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Kyrie Irving. But they should sure. they should be back soon. And uh, I mean, if you can knock off OKC without those guys, you should be doing pretty well. <laughs> so uh, Portland is on a hot streak, but recently losing um, to Cleveland mm-hmm. or Cleveland or Houston recently, um, forty four and twenty seven. That's another MVP candidate right there is uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Man, okay. he has some range. Have you seen? He shoots from the logo sometimes just for fun. <laughs> you know, he doesn't yeah. care. Um, and then there, uh, there's only been two clinched uh, division spots. Houston, 57-14, and Golden State in second place, 53-18. and 18. That is another team hurting without Steph Curry. Um They've really felt it. Kevin Durant, I think, was out one or two games. Um, but, yeah, Dr- mm. Draymond Green's been having to pick up the slack. And, you know, you can really tell that a couple key guys here and there out right. really makes a difference because they're so used to playing with that chemistry and right. having guys come off the bench and trying to take their spot, you know. What, JaVale McGee is going to make a difference? <laughs> he's a better center than Zaza, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> he's I think he gets discredited because of his Shackton. He's his Shackton record. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's uh, hilarious. Moving on to the East, Toronto recently just lost to Cleveland last night. Saw that, yeah. After a monster performance from the King himself, LeBron James. Uh, they're still sitting comfortably, fifty-three and nineteen. That's um, pretty comfortable. Yeah, pretty comfortable, I'd say. Um, Boston, forty-eight and twenty-three, coming off that win. Okay. Last night, Cleveland forty-two and twenty-nine. Um, they were kind of up in arms against uh, Indiana, Washington for a while, but they're okay sitting comfortable with the three seed. Philadelphia is forty and thirty. Uh, Pacers are forty-one, thirty-one. Washington forty, thirty-one. Miami thirty-nine, thirty-three, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee thirty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah. Um, Giannis recently. Sprained his ankle after he stepped on uh, Austin Rivers. The second king. Yeah. So, the Greek freak. The Greek king. But what I've realized after the All-Star break, 
more so on the east side than the west yeah. is um i feel like teams in the east the very low like the bottom of the barrel teams okay. seem to get uh eliminated a lot earlier yes and the teams from the eighth seed up are like that's where that's the rigid that's the block yeah that's how you're going to the playoffs yep. but on the west side there's a lot more fluctuation I don't know why that is. No. I mean, Utah's been on Utah's been on fire. Well, we've talked about this before, but the uh, level of competition right. is a lot more yeah. significant in the West than it is yeah. in the East. It's been like that for it's strength of schedule a long time now too. Speaking of which, OKC probably is the the toughest one so far. But but yeah, those are your standings. A um, couple games coming up here should be interesting. I I just can't wait for the playoffs, honestly. But yeah. Same here. Same here. If the Nuggets can make it, I'll be a happy man. I just want them to make it. Be okay? confident. Come on. Just want them to make it. Where's that confidence at? It's 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 a it lies in uh, Paul Millsap's absence <laughs> right now. <laughs> just he's like, I secured the bag. I'm good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh man. But moving on All to right. my favorite segment: NBA Money. hot takes. Oh, hot hot takes. That's Money. Right. I mean, I like money too, but <laughs> hot um, takes, hot takes. All right, let's get started here. All right, this one's for you. The Warriors will no longer be championship contenders when LeBron t- retires. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Say that again. The Warriors will no longer be championship contenders when LeBron t- retires. Why? I don't know. That's kind of a weird question. It's the I, Warriors won't be championship contenders. Won't be contenders if LeBron retires. Maybe they think a, a stronger East team. Well, I don't know. Not really sure. Weird. That is a hot take because I literally have no idea what he's <laughs> trying to ask me there. It's a, it's a confusing take. <laughs> it's a confusing take. Um, yes. Question mark. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just move on. I didn't really notice that. <clears throat> Russell Westbrook will retire with a ring. So before he retires, he'll Ooh. win a championship. Yes. You really think they can be good? I think he's going to retire with what a ring. What is he now? He's not 30, is he? No, 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 no. He's got to be like 28. 28? 27, 28. Okay, he's up in the upper 20s. So he's got at least seven years mm-hmm. left in him. Okay. He'll get one. He'll bring pride to the... Oklahoma. The I'd say they have to like clean house and build around him. I mean, yeah. Stephen Adams is an okay center. He's not the best one, but some renovations need to be made. IMO, but okay, in, in my opinion, I hear that. Okay, but he's gonna get one. I, I could see it happening. One. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, on the other end of the spectrum, we're talking about the worst future in the NBA right now. Is it the Magic? The Magic. Do, magic. Do they have the worst future right now? Yes. How Where so? Where's their draft picks? What's in their lineup? And they have nothing to deal with. Okay. They have a great fan base. They have a great location. But their draft picks haven't... There, so their draft and build has not worked out. So organizationally, people are looking at the wrong prospects to build up their team. Two, their draft picks they have lined up in the future aren't really... Uh, sustainable, or a lot of them, because of what's coming out of the NCAA. Okay, they don't have enough to bring in new talent. And then three, you're gonna tell me you want to go to Orlando and play? I don't think so. It's where, uh, for a while, in the hockey world, it was you'd go to you'd go to the Panthers to die, and huh. now it's you're you're going to the Magic to die. Yeah. The Panthers turned it around. They so were, I don't see why the Magic can't, but they're going to have to clean administration. Not just players, but administration. So they have a problem with their front office. Yeah. Okay. See, they were they were good when they had Dwight, Dwight Howard. And then we've not heard anything from them since. And then they were good when they had Tracy. And then they were good when they had Shaq. Yeah. But, I mean, you have a young-ish Aaron Gordon... He's very athletic. He's very powerful. He is. You traded away Alfred Payton to the Suns for some reason, thinking that maybe he'll get something better. But, you know. They have the worst future. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. 
I, I I almost wanted to say the Suns, but you got Josh Jackson and Devin Booker, and you can see a lot of potential there. But you know they just and Alfred Payton. Yeah, and Alfred Payton. So at least they have a young core to work with. Right. Orlando, you don't have really much to work with. No, not a whole lot. <laughs> nope. This is this is where you play for a paycheck and then you leave. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Despite Lowry and DeRozan choking in the playoffs, so despite the 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 norm, the habit. Okay. They will lead Toronto to the finals this year. Ooh. I think the way they're playing now, why not? But the new look Cavs aren't to be messed with either. Yeah, but they lost a couple spotty losses here and there. I mean, and you don't think Boston? Boston right now, no, because they need their full lineup, and Marcus might not be back until the second round okay. of the playoffs. Interesting. Yeah, they'll make it. Also, also because they have a great backup in uh, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, they have, he's, they have he's, a good been, he's actually been. I'm not just saying that because he's from Rockford, but he's actually doing a solid job in relief. Yeah, he's putting up 20 points. I just can't see anyone else but LeBron there. He's been there for the past seven years. I know. At least they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I kind of want them to go to the finals just to like you know. I'm not. I don't hate LeBron. I just I'm kind of tired. It's like seeing Tom Brady go to the. The, the the Super Bowl so many times, I want some fresh blood, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good good one. Uh, if the Celtics manage to acquire another superstar next year, they will make the finals. They don't need to. They don't need to. If they do, though, they're fine. They're fine with their lineup as long as everyone's healthy. They'll be fine. Who's to say they don't make it this year, though? That's true. Who's to say they will make it this year? The Raptors, Cleveland. I mean, they they still got. It's gonna come down to those three teams, right? I'm just saying, like, compare it to last year when Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. Some some yeah. say he was the reason they won, but sure. <laughs> you're you're quite confident. In I'm this yawning, year. yeah, because it's bored. Yeah, I know. I think, yeah, who's to say they're not gonna make it this year? I know I just said Toronto, but they don't need another superstar as long as everyone stays healthy and their bench per, uh, performs to. To which they are expected to perform, they will be just fine. Besides, I mean, who else would you? I can't really see anyone else going there. No. So, um, here's here's a fun one. Ooh, is uh, Damon Lillard underrated? Absolutely. What team does he play for? The Trailblazers. Exactly. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He is underrated. Yeah. I don't get. I don't think Portland gets enough love for what they've done with their team. No. I. Some people want him on the MVP thing just because he's so clutch, and he he has a lot of high scoring games, like multiple games within forty points. Sure, I don't know if it's dominant as as dominant as uh, Anthony Davis, but I don't know. He's in the conversation. He's 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 underrated in my book, but yeah, underrated. If Gordon Hayward returned today, the Celtics would be worse because their chemistry wouldn't be as good. Uh he either. <laughs> Or that he turns out to be like Paul Millsap and he's not helping the team that much. Or he turns out to be himself and contributes and finds a way to lock the victories down. Yeah. I think he comes back and he contributes to the team. I'd, I'd say despite the few players that haven't played with him yet, you know, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, it really isn't too much of a issue. The problem with the Nuggets is that the Nuggets had the number has the number one scoring offense in the NBA that wasn't to be messed with and then Millsap came in and messed with the chemistry you would have thought that he wouldn't have but it sure did because they lost three straight games with him in the lineup so it just depends on the player then it just yeah okay that's fair um and then you go is this Nicola's team is this Paul's team yeah you gotta what's gonna happen here you gotta establish Will some leadership Barton's been producing we're gonna put him on the bench what about Jamal Murray do we keep them on? Like, of course. Too many questions, not enough answers. It's true. Is Kobe... Oh, wait. Okay, sorry about that. Kobe is not the best Laker of all time. False. You, you got you got Magic and Kareem. I think Kobe's the best Laker of all time. Okay. 
How so? I the reason why is because he brought them back into uh, the limelight from the '90s all the way into late 2000s. Okay, that's fair. He, I mean, it, it's it, this is clearly a generational thing, but he is the best Laker because Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, like they, uh, they're great and they did a great job and they are tremendous players and they'll be in the NBA Hall of Fame forever. But the best Laker and the most notable Laker of all time is definitely Kobe. Because what do you say when you uh, crumble up a piece of paper and throw it in the trash can? Kobe. Kobe. Exactly. Yeah, I don't say Kareem. No, and just... I don't say Curry. I say Kobe. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, I guess Kobe forever. He doesn't hold as many records, but he did bring five championships within a span of 10 years, 12 years. Yeah. So, no, I can understand that. What do I say when I dunk my friend's head over the basket? Kobe. Yusuf Nurkic? (laughs) (laughs) After he got annihilated from... That's good. ...existence. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, (laughs) Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz are underrated. Yes. Yes. They have been moving so slow, lowly under the radar. Yep. Um, that they're now in a playoff spot. Yeah. Without anyone knowing it, I don't think the Nuggets know. And having Donovan Mitchell help isn't Donovan isn't that Mitchell e- is yeah. underrated too. He's so good. Um, Kyrie Irving is a better overall player than Stephen Curry, so don't focus on the shooting, just overall yes. in general. Yes. Yes. I say yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the facets a, st- a point guard does. Mm -hmm. Because they're such a vital part of the team. Assisting, the occasional rebound, Mm -hmm. shooting, handles. Who's a better shooter? Curry is. Okay. Who's a better player for the team? Kyrie's more of a leader. He's more of a leader in my eyes, but yeah. Yeah. Scorer, overall player. Yeah, I'd go with Kyrie, I think. Plus, I think he has better handles because he's just a sham god. So. Yes. Um, talking about this earlier, Donovan Mitchell has the brightest future in the NBA right now. As much as I like him, no. I do want to say yes, but then I'm trying to figure out who else I would compare him to or who else would have a brighter future. I'd say Ben Simmons, but... Ben Simmons? Okay, that's not bad. I mean, he's he's a really good rookie, you know. I don't think he's been as standard. You're not going to show any love to your uh, Chicago Bulls, dude. Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, no, he's he's got he's got <laughs> some knees to his head. <laughs> yeah, no. How I feel about the Bulls is how Nick feels about the Blackhawks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, the backstory is that Nick walked in today with the Jonathan Taze jersey on, and uh, I said, "Hey." Nice win last night. <laughs> Not after the Avalanche crushed them five to one. Yeah, good times. Good times. Um, when Ben Simmons was asked about that, he's like, "Okay, he's a scorer, but I'm also a rebounder. I I pass the ball." That's true. So, okay, okay. In that limelight, I can. Yeah. Limelight. I can in that in that light. I agree with you. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, Devin Booker. Is the most underrated player in the NBA. He puts up better numbers than Mitchell and Simmons and is younger than both. Then yes. Interesting. I did not know that. Is Clearly. He a, is he younger? I didn't know that. I don't I don't believe that. Fake news. Yeah, I don't Fake th- news. I don't think he's younger than both. Yeah, I don't know if that's completely true or not. Um, anyway. How many more do we have left? Last one right here. Last one. KD will not win another MVP if he stays with the Warriors. True. That was fast. It's kind of like uh, the OK3 situation where you have amazing players. They all can do stuff. But it's just a matter of who gets the rock. That's true. More like Ciroc. This segment is supported by Ciroc. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. That sums up 
hot takes for the NBA over to hockey. <laughs> so the NHL has been a little bit crazy since we've uh, gone on our uh, a little crazy uh, hiatus here. The Blackhawks are officially eliminated from the NHL playoffs. Yeah, that's not crazy. I'm not dancing uh, over that by any means whatsoever. The Nashville Pre- Predators clinched the first um, playoff spot after okay. defeating the Avalanche um, last week. So, but let's just go through the wild card, uh, or you know, the playoff picture. You know, wild card. Then we'll go into playoff picture. So. The three teams that have the their foothold in the central, Nashville has 106 points. They're, the, Vegas has hit a little bit of a, a slump here. They've lost a couple more games than they would like to. But uh, so, but Vegas has 99 points, and Nashville has 106 as compared to the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have the second most with 104 points. So Nashville's on track to win the President's Cup as of right now. They are 48-14. and 14. So then you have Winnipeg in second place with 98 points, and they're 44-19. And then third place in the Central is Minnesota, and they're 41-24 and 24 with 90 points. So then looking at the Pacific... You have the Golden Knights that are 47 and 21. Then you have the Sharks that are 41 and 23 with 91 points. And they have Anaheim who's sneaking their way into this thing with 38 and 24 with 88 points. Los Angeles is right behind them by one point. So, but Los Angeles holds a second playoff spot in the wild card. So the mm. first wild card spot goes to the Avalanche, and they're forty and twenty-five with eighty-eight points. And then Los Angeles, the Kings, forty and twenty-seven with eighty-seven points. So that the teams that are looking in, so you got to realize Anaheim, Colorado, Los Angeles Kings, St. Louis Blues, Dallas, are all four points within each other. Wow. 88 to 84. So things could change very fast. Yeah. So St. Louis and Dallas are looking in at 85 and 84 points respectively. So Colorado has the best chance right now to hold on to that wild card spot. Um, and they they may even pass up Minnesota because uh, they crushed Minnesota 5-1 to one the other day as well. So we'll see. We'll see. The West is definitely crazy. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on there. And then in the East, you have Tampa Bay and Boston, who both clinched playoff spots. And Tampa Bay has 104 points. Boston has 100. And then right behind them is Toronto with 93 points. And then the Metropolitan, you have Washington, Pittsburgh, and Columbus Blue Jackets, who are currently on fire right now with this eight-game win streak right now, bringing themselves back right into contention after they, they were looking out for so long. So, but in that wild card race, it, it's Philadelphia with 86 points and the New Jersey Devils with 82 points. And looking in with one point behind is Florida at 81 points. <laughs> the next person out is Carolina at 73. So there's no. Yeah. There's, that's, that's a big there's deficit no, right there. Yeah, there's, it's pretty big. So one of those three. It's probably going to get in. But yeah. So if the playoffs started today, I love this one. I want you to give me your take on who would win or not, okay? Okay. In the Western Conference, it would be the Predators with the number one seed facing the Kings with the wild card. Preds. Preds, okay. As to be expected. Then the Jets at number two would play the Wild at number three. So you have a team full of big-bodied guys who just lost Patrick Laine their Ricky scoring sensation, or not Ricky, his second year. They lost him, but they're still playing very well against the Wild, who have seen a little bit of shaky goaltending behind Dubnik and uh, have scored some big points lately. I don't know. That's that's a hard one because 
you can't have a shaky goalie. I mean, he's he's your defense, you know. Yeah. The problem is, is with Dubnik when he shuts down, he shuts down. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Well, now, now that you say that, then. Probably not Minnesota then. Probably not Minnesota. <laughs> no. And you have to remember that the Jets did acquire Paul Stastny from the St. Louis Blues at the trade deadline. So that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, they have some... an extra person in there. Right. I see that. Okay. So I was reading some stuff here that said the instant rivalry that could happen is, is that the Golden Knights at the number one seed versus the Avalanche in the wild card. Ooh. The okay. Avalanche beat them. Game seven, wild card at Vegas. Hmm. New rivalry right away. That cracked me up, but right now as it stands, the Golden Knights are playing the Avalanche in the wild card. Golden Knights are number one seed. I got Vegas doesn't have as many big guys up front as yeah. they need to to keep scoring, but they do have a terrific goaltender. As to where Colorado has an extremely hot first line with a decent goaltender, but the second, third, and fourth lines do not produce as much as the first line does. See, when I hear that, I hear inconsistency, and you need to be consistent. And they... you, you also have Nathan McKinnon, who in the past 12 games, yeah. 12 points, 12 assists. And, and Vegas has been so good early on. You know, they but, went... they've, but they've hit a little rough spot. I'm going with the expansion team. You're going with the expansion team. I okay. think. I, I mean, Vegas is That's just right. so good. You know. That's all right. I'm, I'll, I'll, you could very I'll, well I'll prove me wrong, later. though. Cause no, that's true. Or it may very well be the Avalanche playing the Jets and the Wild playing the Golden Knights. I'm not sure. And But if the Avalanche play the Jets, they're screwed. Because yeah. the Jets have had their number for a while. And then the second Pacific playoff game would be the Sharks, number two, versus the Ducks, number three. I'm going to go with Anaheim. Anaheim? Yeah. The oldies but goodies? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they even played well this year. They weren't supposed to. Well, then that should say something, shouldn't it? it I guess it does. Yeah. It does say something. Okay. In the Eastern Conference, you've got the Capitals, who are seated number one, playing the Flyers in the wild card spot. Philly. You Oh! I've never really been a fan of Washington after... Okay. Uh, you know, I don't like the Wizards. I'm not a huge fan of the Nationals. <laughs> unless Bryce Harper comes to the Cubs, then. They all choke in the playoffs. They all do. It's, it's in true. their nature. Okay. So you then have the Penguins at number two playing their inner rivals, the Blue Jackets, at number three. Well, you said Columbia was hot, but the Pens are good, so. Yeah. Right, the hot hand or the steady hand? Mm, I'm going with hot. Going with hot? Okay. Yeah. All right. Trust the heat check, man. Heat check. Blue Jackets. Okay. At the Atlantic Division, you have the Lightning, who are number one seeded playing the Devils. The Lightning, their record, 50-19-4, and, and the Devils are 37-28-8. The, D- the Devils have Taylor Hall. He's solid. He's been helping their team out a lot. The Lightning have Stamkos, Eugenie uh, Kuznetsov. And um, um, oh, they're super cool goalie who's got an awesome last name. It's not Vladislav. It's something cool. I'm gonna play it safe. Go with the Lightning. The Lightning. Yeah. Even though I totally gave a biased perception about them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the Boston Bruins at number two playing the Maple Leafs at number three. This one's a tough one. Uh, Boston has 100 points. Maple Leafs have 93. Okay. Um, the Bruins brought in that um, the gentleman, Donato, who lit it up for the USA Hockey Club in the Olympics. Isn't, isn't and Boston... And he scored his first goal in his first game. Yeah. Isn't Boston one of, like, one of the most hated teams, though? Or maybe that's the mm-hmm. Penguins. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Not a lot of people like Boston. Yeah. Not a lot of people like the Penguins, too, but that's because of Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Maple Leafs, who've got Austin uh, as their second-year goalie or scorer. He's doing fantastic. They've got a good team around him. I don't know. I don't know. This one's a tough call. That's that's they, a throw-up? They both have a toss-up. Yeah, man. 
Let's go with Maple Leafs. Let's go for the upset on that one. Okay. Wow. Not bad. Not bad picks. I I would agree with you on most of them. Okay. Cool. But um, yeah. And then just in uh in hockey news, it's really you know Patrick Laine is out um from the Jets with a with an injury, and um the the rocket or the Richard rocket race is lining up even hotter. Um, you have uh you know Ovechkin, you have. Line A, you have Sidney Crosby, and you have Nathan McKinnon, who are all on fire now, trying to see who can get to 51st. Yeah. You never know, man. Nathan McKinnon was hurt for eight games, and I can't imagine, like... But they're doing well now. I know, I know, but, like, how many more points he would have had in those right. eight games? Yeah. Another big news that came back and is... It is important because teams have to face him, but Eric Johnson came back to the Colorado Avalanche lineup hmm. after suffering a separated shoulder that should have sidelined him for the rest of the season. Wow. But he came back after missing 12 games a month. So that was a pretty big deal. You know who we totally forgot now that you mentioned that? Yeah. Derek Rose signing with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Holy crap. He's looking okay, but it's a 10-day contract. So 10-day contract. Just retire, man. Still coming. You were good in 2009, 2011. When you know you what's funny? He went back to Thibodeau. Yeah, I know. Of all people. And now he's going to overplay him and he's going to get injured. He, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> no, At the end of his 10-day contract, he tears his ACL. Oh, my God. Well, we all knew this was going to That's a terrible thing to it say. It was in the contract. Yeah. It was in the contract. Just sign here on the dotted line? Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, nothing too much crazy going on in the NHL. Just, well, it is crazy because it's. The playoffs are heating up. Oof. And they're going to also, I saw this out of the GM's meetings today, that they're going to review the goalie interference rule and adjust it for the playoffs. Oh. Because I think that's been one huge gripe this season is how many times goalie interference has been called, and they're just like, how do you play hockey in front of this? What is up with these refs, man? I know. Speaking of new rule changes... I think they're implementing a new rule change in MLB. You can only have so many uh, walk-ups to the mound. Really? Yeah. And uh, Wilson Contreras was outspoken about it because he always walks up to talk with uh, whoever's mm. pitching, and he was, he was very outspoken. He's like, I don't like this rule. I should be able to talk to my pitcher whenever I want, you know? Yeah. Because you get a limited amount, I guess. But Interesting. I don't know if it's going to pass or not. I saw that the MILB will be implementing the new um, extra innings rule that the MLB is testing to see how it's going to work in that market before they try it up in the MLBs. Okay. But when you go into overtime, so past the ninth inning, so 10th inning and on, there will be a runner at second base. Oh. Why? That kind of takes the game go faster. That kind of takes the competitiveness out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. I'm curious to see how it goes for the MILB because I just I don't know. Just if don't I like, know. I don't know if I like that or not. Because then boy, we will probably never again see the extra inning duels go into 19, 21, right, right. 28, in, not 28, but yeah. you know, 17 inning duels. Yeah. Ever again, that's it. Oh well. All because in the name of time. Yeah. Sure. That's been Rob Manfred. I've. I'm still not sure about him. Yeah. He's been trying to make the game go faster, but all the statistics have shown when he first started and where it is now, the game has actually gone longer by two minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not. Stop. Everybody knows what they're getting in baseball, okay? It's It's not a surprise. It's a long game. Pitcher goes up, outfield goes out, you throw and you get three strikes and go back. You go hit, you do the same thing. Nine times. If you want to shorten it's baseball not a games, surprise. If you want to shorten baseball games, delay the rain. <laughs> That's true. Play in the rain. Play in the rain. Yeah. Or even that. That would be kind of badass, actually. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. It's Probably. just rain. It's just water. That's you know. I say the same thing about NASCAR, dude. I'm like, of all the technology you guys have, you can't just slap on rain tires and windshield wipers and go out there again. Yeah. Who cares if you go 180 miles per hour? That's your fault. Yeah. 
You signed up for this. We didn't. Yeah, I'm just here to watch. Whatever. I'm here to watch. Um, I think that does it for MLB. That's, that's all I got for, yeah. Uh, Jake Arrieta signed with the Phillies. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Carlos Gonzalez signed a one-year, $5 million contract with the Rockies. So yeah. Cargo is back. Now I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen with Greg Holland. Um, I got a notification saying that Jake Arrieta pitched a filthy two-seamer. It's, did it come? I, I know you did good. Steak? I'm not sure what that means. I know you did good with us, man. But you know, I'm I'm kind of like, okay, play with the Phillies. See yeah. if I see if I care. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind us. We'll be making the playoffs. Think about the Phillies, man. They got back Pat Neshek and now Jake Arrieta. That's a. They only got Jake Arrieta because he was desperate for a contract. I know. I know. It's. But Pat Neshek, I thought numbers wise, was one of the best relievers in baseball last year. And he played mostly with the Phillies and then with the Rockies. Yeah. With, like, the last two months. Do you know who else had some good relievers? The Cubs. The Dodgers. And they lost. And they lost. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, Jose Altuve signed a new contract for five years? A lot of money. He secured the bag for sure. Yeah, he did. Um, ching Man, there have been a lot of NFL trades going on, though. True. Um, kind of out of nowhere. There have been a lot of QB trades. Year of the QB. A lot of movement. Biggest news, I think, Trevor Simeon going to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> he's playing. He's playing second string to Kirk Cousins, who finally got a seal seal on the deal. Um, he was projected to go to the Giant or the Jets, uh, Arizona, the Browns, and then he finally settled on Minnesota after uh, Case Keenum got traded to the Broncos. What are your thoughts on that? John Ellie says they got their guy, but I'm not sure if that's true or he not. He looked pretty pretty comfortable in that press conference, but uh He did. But you, you know. gotta be proud of what you're doing anyways. Yeah. Uh so okay. Well we're we're in our final segment here in the NFL recaps. So Case Keenum to the Broncos. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater went the Jets. To the Jets. Sam Bradford went to the Cardinals. That was a good spot for him, I think. That was good. After, That'll be fitting. After Carson Palmer retired. Yep. Sammy Watkins joined the Chiefs. They are going to have an amazing Ooh. team with uh, Tyreek Hill. That's true. And Alex uh, Smith is now in... Uh, he's in the... Not New York. Oh, crap. Where did he go? He's not He's not in Kansas City anymore. Did he go to Washington? Yes. He did. He did. That's wow. right. Wow. Can't believe I knew that. I'm surprised. I'm proud of you. Uh, this is this came out of nowhere. Danny Amendola went to the Dolphins for some reason. Good for him. Okay. Question mark. And uh, Jimmy Graham went to the Packers. Who did the Bears get? Uh, the Bears got Allen Robinson. That's good. So someone actually wanted to go to the Bears. That's a big deal. God works in mysterious yeah. ways. I know. Um, <laughs> and recently, uh, Joe Thomas, uh, linebacker snapper for the. Cleveland Browns retired. Okay. Um, That's Scott Timpache. Yeah. I can't imagine what playing 10 years with the Cleveland Browns is like, and I don't want to know. And yeah, I don't want to see his mental status. Um, But, yeah, that about does it for us. We're going to end on one crazy final stat. Okay. If you haven't seen this, it's about March Madness. Okay. it's uh, Look it up on YouTube. It's called SB Nation. Okay. Um, It's called the NCAA March Madness Tournament is a loser machine. And Ooh. I was watching it. You'd, you'd love it. Um. There was one stat that stood out to me, and there's like a bunch of them that were like crazy, like I couldn't believe. Yeah. But the four percent of teams um that made it to the final four accounts for fifty eight percent of final four births. So Whoa. teams like Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, Michigan State, Florida, Syracuse, Yukon, Louisville, Michigan, UCLA, and Arizona, those two those teams account for fifty eight percent over half of per over half of final four births. Wow. Yeah. And I don't I don't even eighty four percent of schools that made it to the championship have never gone. Dang. So play better. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't know. <laughs> think twice when you pick those lower seeds, man. But yeah. you know the way No it, one would have seen that Maryland Baltimore yeah. school coming though. Man. UNBC or something. Loyola, I mean Lo- yeah. Nevada. There's just a bunch of them, but there's a lot. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I think that about does it for us. Hang in there on your brackets. Yeah, if thanks. They're for, not already busted. Yeah, check the Valley Forge for some tips, though. 
That's true. Yeah. Tips in. We have some uh, fun content coming your way soon. So yeah. keep your uh, eyes peeled to your screens without uh, getting becoming blind. So yeah. Cool. Well, have a good week. Yeah. Drive safe, and we will see you next time. Bye.